Wednesday. Now every Wednesday with Rock and Song. Hey, I like that. Brought to you by Muckleshoot Casino. Oh, yes, the return of K.J. Wright. He's in the building as we get ready for week one of the Seahawks season. And I were real, real close, man, that's for sure. Which also means the return of our ticket giveaway. We'll have a pair of tickets to the Rams game for this Sunday. Stick around. Make sure you're listening closely to KJ here. And a little bit later in the hour, we'll uh, ask you to think back on something he said. And uh, for the person who can answer it correctly, we'll have uh, we'll have some some tickets for you. Yeah. How are we doing? Hold on. I can't hear you. What's going on there? Uh-uh. I can't hear you either. Uh-uh. Well, your mic's not working. What's up with that? We got it. Sorry about that. Justin. Right, there we Justin. go. There we go. Hey, I'm here. Hey. All right, good. Thank yeah, yeah. God. We need KJ. We can't, we can't do the KJ right show without KJ. That's the one thing we know. And plus, a lot of people are worried we're going to get fired, Brock, uh, mm-hmm. saying it's been a fun run. No way Kyle Brown doesn't fire you after playing those bird sounds. So ah, we know true. how afraid Kyle is of birds. So true. We'll, hopefully we'll, we'll survive <laughs> all of this. Uh, KJ, we've been talking. About Chris Jones. Maybe we shouldn't mm. be. Maybe it's silly. Maybe he's not going anywhere. Maybe he's eventually going to sign his deal in Kansas City. But we're a couple days away from... They're playing tomorrow night. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, the, the Chiefs are playing tomorrow. Yes. he They've they've shown some willingness in the past to move on from big-name players. Remember mm-hmm. them trading Tyreek Hill? If they were to agree and say, hey, this isn't going to work out here in Kansas City, you in? Guys... Stop it! I'm, I'm no, we're we're not doing that. We're not entertaining that. Really? Let's, let's put our let's put our thinking cap on, right? We just paid sixty million dollars to Draymond Jones. Yeah, who's a three technique? We're going to pay a hundred and twenty million dollars to another guy at the same position. Well, he play the other side and put who on the bench? Jan Reed. Mm-hmm. Well, Come no, back. no, I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna put Mario yeah. Edwards on the bench. No, 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 no. I We're, can't put Mario Edwards on the bench for you, Chris you, Jones? You, you can. You can. Okay, We're, thanks. And give up how many draft picks to get this guy well, in? Well, I thought a lot, and then we were talking to our guy in Kansas City, and he said, I don't know, maybe a second and a fifth? Uh, if we can get a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's intriguing oh, to you. Second uh, and a fifth. I'm entertained. is interesting. I'm thinking we're thinking a first, a second, you know, something, something outrageous. But um, no, guys. First of all, we're not bringing Chris Jones in. He's going to stay with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to be there for the duration of this this next football season. So it's not happening. We have our team. We have our squad. We have our guys. Mm. John Snyder and Coach Carroll. At this point, with this football team, with this roster, they're not inter- they're not inter- entertaining this. I'm not buying it at all. I don't know. I, I I'm entertaining it not just because I'm a radio host and we need some content, but also because I'm just kind of looking back and John's had he's made a lot of moves like this before, right? And you kind of go back whether it's Percy Har- not all of them have worked. Some mm-hmm. work better than others, mm-hmm. but Percy Harvin, Jimmy Graham, Dick Quandre, Qu- Quandre, Jamal, uh, Jamal this Adams. time week before the season began. We also have uh, 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 Dwayne Brown. Right, I mean, like once he gets traded here, he's going to want to be paid. Yeah, correct. And he's in. Isn't he one of the best defensive players in the game? He is, but we just paid a guy at that same position. Yeah. If we if we didn't have the most important position on defense, and you got a lot of really young players on your team, that John was just saying provide you a little bit more cap relief. And oh, by the way, Jamal's probably gone after this year. You're not paying your quarterback huge money. I mean, like, isn't that the reason you do all of these things so that you have the opportunity to go bring in a guy who could absolutely change your seat? Let me ask you this. If they got Chris Jones and gave up just draft picks for him, nobody off their current roster, 
Is this a Super Bowl team? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I rest my case. <laughs> he, he, he's that dominant. He's that, he's that physical. He's a game changer. He's outside of Aaron Donald. He's, he's a monster. Okay. He's, he's a monster. Well, where are, why aren't you on board? Because he's too practical, Michael. Okay, KJ has gotten into this business, and he's become very, very practical. And he knows Chris Jones is going to be 30 next year. He knows that, you know, you start paying guys that kind of dough at that kind of age, it becomes problematic for your team and for the structure of it. Is he going into year 10? He's going into year 10? Yeah, he'll be 30 next He'll play this year at 29. He'll be 30 next July. Yeah. And he but wants he, his money, man. And, and you know, we had a, a guy by the name of Carrington Harrison, amazing name, KJ. He's a radio host in Kansas City. And he said the thing that kind of bothered me, which was, well, if you actually look at it, Chris's best years have been what years? His first four? Nope, his incentive years, his contract year. When he wants to get paid. Uh, he goes crazy. The He goes crazy. <laughs> Is that a real thing? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, you know it. Okay. You know it. I went crazy my last year. Well, I didn't get paid. I got, I, got, I got booted out the building. You play so well, KJ. Bye-bye. Where did Chris Jones go to college? Mississippi State. You're not interested in a Mississippi State guy I'm coming not. here I'm not, to I win think. a Super Bowl? I'm not. The Chiefs are – guys, come on. The Chiefs are just playing horrible with this guy. They're, they're, they're not going to let this dude leave the building. That's, yeah, what he mentioned, of, that's what I thought about Tyreek Hill. And Orlando oh, Brown. They, 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 they and Orlando Brown. Yeah. They're, they're left tackle. And, and, let's, and let's be honest, guys. How – if, if the Chiefs do let Chris Jones go, can they still contend for a Super Bowl? They, they still can. If they, let, if they let Chris Jones go, mm-hmm. they will be A-OK on their football team because they have number 87 and number 15 and the, the big guy that, with the glasses that call the plays. Mm-hmm. They will be just fine. And so would they entertain it? Possibly. Possibly. This will be his eighth year, by the way, not 10. This will be his eighth year in the prime. league. He's, in He's 29 years old, and you just said he would make you a Super Bowl team. Honestly, I don't. I don't know how you don't what is, explore every avenue to make that. And what's, what are we at on the salary cap? We, oh, it's yeah. tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's tight. It's it's real. It's real. It's real <laughs> tight. Yeah, it's real. You got to do got to extend some guys. You can always and, move stuff around and end up like the Rams. Yeah, but not Just, for a few years. Not until after you win a Super Bowl. He had 15 and a half sacks last year. You know when the last time the Seahawks had more than 15 sacks was by an individual player, Cortez yes. Kennedy. Uh, it was 1983. Jacob Green had six. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Man. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Guys, stop it. KJ, Just stop KJ, it. We got Seahawks versus Rams. We got Seahawks versus Rams. Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald. Yeah. No Cooper Cup, though. He's Kennedy going to see a body specialist. Yeah. Who did? Cortez. Oh, no, wait. That's. I'm sorry. That was. I'm looking at this list here. Kearney. Kearney at Pete. Cortez oh, had yeah. 14 wow. in 1992. Okay. And they play tomorrow. He won't be out there tomorrow, though. Christian. No, he won't be out there tomorrow. And it's interesting. One other facet of it before we do, we got to get to the Rams and everything else. And we got some fun sound for you, KJ. It's not bird sounds. More pulled some other really, really good sound actually of you and from you. Mm. But uh, the one thing that Carrington did say that also struck me is the last few months. Yeah, big man's been willing to burn bridges with the fans. Big man's been sitting by the pool smoking a cigar. Big man's gone full NBA kind of disgruntled player. He's kind of lost favor. And, in fact, Carrington said so much so that if you polled Chiefs fans right now and if they were to trade him to Seattle, how many of them would be mad about it? He thinks it's swung the other way, that actually the fans now are like, yeah, man, good riddance. If you don't want to be here and you don't love us and you don't love Chief Kingdom, then go find another home. <laughs> that is so, so, so real. When you hold out, when you say I want my money, when mm. you say business is business, 
the fans really let you know. Mm-hmm. They let you know how they feel. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. Um, just just guys bashing my teammates during their moments. And it's not fun. And you yeah. just feel – I'm sure for Chris Jones, he feels that isolation. He feels like, man, I want to get my money, but no one's on my side. I'm not there with my teammates. They're probably feeling some type of way about me. And so – it is um, a very lonely feeling for Chris Jones. Can I ask you a really dumb question? No, this one's kind of a dumb question, but I'm going to ask you anyway because I'm a little curious. I just hearing you talk about that, you never went through that. You never had a holdout. Mm-hmm. And I say this with, with serious as, as much respect as I possibly can. You were a very, very good player, but not at the level of the guys that were holding out. Third all time leading tackler in Seahawks history right here. <laughs> but almost but a never with enough leverage like a Cam okay. or like in this case a Chris Jones, et cetera, <laughs> to have had to have gone through that. Mm-hmm. Is there any part of you that is glad you never were at that point of success and leverage to have had the potential for fans turning against you? They end up with more money. You end up in some ways just more beloved. Does that Ooh, factor in at all? That's so deep. Um, that's a deep, deep question. That is Salk. deep. That is deep. Are you there, there, there's, think about uh, it. You don't have to answer right now. Yeah. You, want to, you want to wait a minute? No, let me tell you. There's, right. there's no feeling when I walk around this city. That I get from this fan base. We love you. We thank you. One day you're going to potentially be in the ring of honor. Thank you for everything. But then you got the other side, $100 million. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Brock Hewitt. Brock Hewitt, $100 million? Oh, man. I think I could sleep at night with people bashing me on Twitter. So you think you would trade <laughs> some of that feeling for $100 million? Uh, I would trade it. Yeah. Nah, well, no, you would In the monthly uh, coast on my... As I said, it was a pretty dumb question. My... No one's still mad at Cam. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. No one's mad at Cam. No. But during that Cam's moment... Cam's still mad at Brock, though. Time heals everything. <laughs> yeah, time heals everything. All but right. during that moment, like, yeah. get your butt back to Cam, you selfish. You, you... take $100 million for that? <laughs> Come on. Come right back. KJ is the great prognosticator. It's not going to make him millions, but if you listen to him, you'll probably know what's going to happen <laughs> next. Stick around. He'll prognosticate again on Brock and Salk. Sales Sports on 710. This, this is Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airline Studio. Back in mornings from 6 to 10. On Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. You know, we got so many things for KJ to predict, Brock. I'm wondering if we should wait a few minutes. What do you think? You want to do it now, or do you want to do it at 830 and we have one more time? Well, I, yeah, why don't we do it at 830? Okay. Because I, I got a little Geno question. I got a Rams question, okay. right? So we'll, you, we'll we'll do the predictions with eight, with uh, KJ at 830, and then also uh, we'll give away the tickets as well. So make sure you're listening here to KJ, every word. Every we'll, word. We'll every, hang on every word he says, because uh, we will uh, ask you a question about one of those words, and if you can answer it, you'll win a pair of tickets to go see the Seahawks this week. KJ, as you know, that guy you're sitting next to, Mr. Salk's quite a wordsmith, right? Mm-hmm. He makes you makes you think, I think, many times. And, in fact, I don't know, KJ, here's a personal question for you before we get to the Rams. Do you think you'd be doing this had you not sat down with Salk for that hour interview a couple years ago? Nope. I don't serious? Think, I don't think I would be doing this if I didn't run into Salk at that charity event right mm-hmm. near Athletes. And I recognized his face. Like, Who's this guy? <laughs> and then we just had a little chit chat. Uh huh. He's like, "Hey, man, let me um come out the station. Let me interview you." Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. I don't know what I would be doing. I'd probably be bored out of my mind every Wednesday at eight o'clock, taking yeah, my kids to school. But but uh, it's cool, right? He he makes you think, and he'll I like think, this guy. Think, yeah, like and he'll you and, and he'll use words every once in a while that provoke even more thought. And he said a word the other day that we had not used with Geno Smith. We had said and asked Geno, we'd asked Pete, we'd asked everybody that comes on, hey, can Geno repeat? Hey, can Geno do what he did a year ago? Hey. And then he said some word the other day. I'm like, man, you have never said that, and we've never discussed it. But upside, 
we talk about recruits. There's upside. College programs, there's upside. Draft picks, what's his upside? Geno Smith, 10 years in this league. Is there still upside, KJ, in Geno's game for this season? Meaning, can he be better than he's already been? Is that what you're asking? Like, That's is, right. is there growth? Is there more upside ahead of him? I send blue. I, yeah. oh, I send blue eighty eight. There's little Kirk Cousins to me, but Kirk in big stages. You played against him in big moments. You know, prime time hasn't delivered. Yeah. What we saw from Geno Smith was it was mind blowing. It was it was really and truly mind blowing to have a guy to come off the bench after four or five years and to start in the NFL for seventeen games and do what he did. He shocked the whole world. From his pocket presence to his ability to get the ball downfield to his decision making to leading his team to a super uh, to the playoffs, I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed. Comeback player of the year, comeback player of the year, Pro Bowl, all that stuff. Now you look at what he did. All that being said, can he take that to a new level? We we label we put quarterbacks in tiers: tier one, tier two, tier three. Geno somewhere in that 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 three range, right? Mm-hmm. So the question is, can he take it to a new level? With the addition of Jackson Smith and Jigba, I believe we could see a better Geno Smith. And hear me closely, Brock. Hear me closely. Good quarterbacks. You got the the Tom Brady's. You had the Peyton Manning's. Who did they always have at that slot? They had that Wells Worker. They had that Julian Edelman. Someone to really open up the offense. Geno didn't have that last year. <laughs> and so you add this new addition, this new piece to this puzzle. I believe we will see a more impressive Geno Smith this football season. I liked what I saw with our outside guys. But that right there in the middle, he, he used the tight ends so, a lot. So if I understand, just to understand, make sure I'm on the same page, and for those kind of listening, what you're saying is, if I, I think I'm getting this, Geno himself may not it may not be that his skills improve any more than they already have, but by giving him a slot receiver, that will allow him yep. to take more advantage of the skills he's already got? Yes, his football IQ will improve because he had a full year to, like, mm-hmm. this. I, I can watch myself, I can learn from my mistakes, what I did good, but now you add a new piece. It's like giving KJ a, a really good three technique up front. I'm going to play better because the guys around me are better. These, I'm connected to the guys that's on my football team. And I'm not going to say he was limited in his options last year, but he had D.K. Tyler. There was, who, was the guy, who was the guy right there in the middle? There was no one. There was nobody for him. He used the tight ends a lot to go up the scene, mm-hmm. vertical, to isolate against guys. He has a new addition. So I think we will see a better Geno Smith. Will his skills improve? I mean, you know, it is what it is. You run as fast as you can. You throw as far as you can. That's, that's staying the same. Okay. But I believe this offense will open up much more for Geno. The only counter I would have to, to that, just to debate it a little bit, is it was Tyler that would slide into that slot. And they would bring Marquise Goodwin and have DK, right? It was, it was Tyler that was a pretty good security blanket on some of those third downs. But now you keep Tyler outside. And now mm-hmm. you have DK outside. So I'm not really arguing with you. It is just kind of moving some of those pieces around. I'll tell you this. There is one number that has got to change. And it's not even the interception number that Mark Sanchez talked to Cowherd about. KJ, he fumbled eight times last year. Eight. He lost mm-hmm. four. Of, he lost four of those. Mm-hmm. But he fumbled eight times last year. When you played QBs that that had that, and, I, and I'm sure that scouting report and Coach Carroll, you look at ball security, you look at guys and QBs that you played against in the past that mm-hmm. have ball security issues. That league is going to attack his ball security until he remedies it. Mm-hmm. How does he? And coach. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Carroll always has a joke. He makes fun of guys. And anyway, um, the tiny hands. But Gino doesn't have that. But Sam yeah, Darnold. 
<laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We watch it every Thursday. We watch every Thursday. This and we we make it known. We make it known this guy has this issue. They put up his number. Whenever he gets sacked, he fumbles one out of four times, one out of five times. And absolutely, teams are going to attack Geno in that fashion, attack that elbow, attack their wrist. But, Brock, let me ask you, when you're getting sacked from, from the blind side and the defensive end is you know coming down your backside, how do you protect the ball better when a guy is really sacking you at the rate that Geno was sacked last year? Yeah, well, it is feel. It's what the great ones do. You'll see Mahomes tomorrow night, right? And he even has terrible. That ball is out everywhere. It's not coaching tape, but the best ones have a feel and a presence, that pocket presence. And that really is what so much of this captures. The 42 mm-hmm. sacks a year ago, the eight fumbles, like to me, the more that we talk about this and I think through it, like if you're going to climb the upside, if you're going to get to be in a tier two, that pocket presence, man, that's the foundation of it. The mm-hmm. fumbles, the sacks, the rest of it comes off of it. Like even in his two series in the preseason, and it was hardly anything, but as he sat back there, I'm like, okay, come on, move, like, shovel up, right? Yep. Like there, there's just some times where I'm like, come on, man. And, that, and that's what's going to take the, the, the play that stands out to me is Denver Broncos first, first play to Will Disley. Right up the middle. He was scrambling, you know, pocket presence started, you know, moving around a little bit, and his eyes got downfield and found Will yep. Disney for a touchdown. If you want to take this team to a new level, like you said, if you don't get to, from that tier three to tier two, that has got to improve from Geno Smith. Those sacks, you know, stem back there as a sin dug, taking sacks mm-hmm. that cannot happen this year. You want to, you know, take this team past the division round, actually get to the playoffs with not, without needing help from the Detroit Lions. That's what it's going to have to take from Geno Smith. Great conversation, and, and obviously, you know, these two, the, the, the Chris Jones conversation and the Geno Smith conversation, I think are connected. If, if, you know, Jones is actually available, to me, whether you trade for him and whether you're giving up a first-round pick is dependent on how you feel about Geno Smith. If you think Geno Smith is your long-term answer quarterback, or at least for the next few years, and that he can win you a Super Bowl, you trade for Chris Jones, and you don't mind giving up a first-round pick for it. If you don't think that, you better keep that first-round pick and hope for the best with Geno and make sure that you have it open to you if you want to take a quarterback in what is going to be a great quarterback class, especially in the first round this year. So uh, we don't need to answer that question today. I think that the, the next few weeks and the next few months will sort of determine it for everybody. But that is, to me, those two conversations very much connected for the Seahawks this year. All right, KJ, uh, we're going to give away these tickets. We've got KJ's prognostication still to come. Uh, We'll ask you a question when we come back. If you can answer it correctly, we will have tickets for you to go see the Seahawks and Rams. How about that? It's Brock and Saul, KJ Wright Show, CL Sports on 710, clsports.com. This this is Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. Back in mornings from 6 to 10. On Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. All right, we got tickets to give away here as part of the KJ Wright Show. This is so much fun. I love when we do this, Brock. We've got our ticket giveaway. We're going to ask you a question about something KJ said in the last few minutes. And if you are the, will you do the first person to answer it? Just the first no, person. No, the seventh. Seventh? All right, KJ likes number seven. All right, the seventh person. <laughs> The seventh person to correctly answer this question, uh, then you uh, will win a pair of tickets to go see the Seahawks and Rams this weekend. So the number, let me give it to you first, is 866-979-3776. That's 866-979-3776. You're going to want to call 30 seconds if you're listening, 30 seconds from now if you're listening on the stream, 60 seconds if you're listening on the radio. Does that make sense? Because we're going to give people on the stream an opportunity. Here's a question. Which day of the week did KJ say... Pete was all about going over the ball security of the opponent 
and how you could attack mm. the ball. The Which guys with the Dave small hands. So you got a one out of seven chance of getting this right, even if you weren't listening. It's kind of easy. Yeah. Is it too easy? It's, it's easy. Well, it's only opening day. If, if you know Coach Carroll's philosophy, right. the days of the week, they all you have know, a, competition, uh, turnover, yeah. this is it. Right. Yeah, they all have some alliteration to them, or at least some of them do. So anyway. Well, eight, what is this? What, what is this to, oh, go ahead. Yeah, 866 866-979-3776. 866-979-3776. 866-979-3776. The seventh caller. Yes. Going to win tickets to the Rams the this Sunday. Yeah. All right. Yes. Can't Justin, how go. do you feel about when Brock does uh, the phone number? Are you a fan of that or or no? How do you feel about that? When he reads the number? Yeah. Uh, Brock, I love it. I think <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Doing. Is that how you Thank feel you. about it? It's very impressive. Is that really how you feel about it? All right. Well, you yeah. guys go answer that question, win tickets. In the meantime, we're going to have K- – KJ is the great prognosticator. Do we agree on that? Some of the things – I like K- Profit. I like well, Profit better. Wow, that's – is that okay? I didn't think you would go with profit. I figured maybe that word Moses. has like some yeah, some Jeremiah. meaning some meaning KJ to you, bro. Yeah. Oh, KJ the clairvoyant. Oh, sorry, Mara. That's too that's no. too mystical. No. I'm usually on no. um, uh-huh. same accord with Mara, but no, not not with that. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, you got a lot of stuff right last year, right? Geno Smith starting and some of the success they had, right? So we uh we thought we Don't we have sound to some of that? Oh, you want to hear last year's stuff? I was gonna just yeah. stroke my ego. Stroke my ego. All right. Time. All right. Come I do on, so- set him up. All right. Jeez. Make it feel good. All right, hold on a second. Let me pull up. I didn't have I wouldn't I didn't have all that ready to go. Here's some of KJ from last year. I hate so this is seventh team in the playoffs. Do not be surprised if the Seahawks make a serious playoff push. Okay, you like the Seahawks to make the playoffs. That I don't think that was on with us. That was Good Morning America. Oh. No, Good Morning Football. Wow, Good Morning America. <laughs> KJ's gone big time. All right, Good Morning Football. Here's a little bit, here's a little bit more from the opening week. Um, when we talk to you on Wednesday, we'll have real football to talk about. We'll have seen Russ. We'll have seen who cheered, who booed. It's going to be a heck of a heck of a it's game. Be fun. It's going to be really fun. Are you picking the Seahawks? I got the Seahawks winning. Yeah, he had the Seahawks beating the Broncos, which very few people did. I think it's going to be Tariq. It better be Tariq. <laughs> it better be Tariq. Well, I'm Why, walking in Why do you say that? Because he's super, super talented. And this is a guy that could be a game changer for your defense. He certainly was last year. Here's some more KJ from a year ago. You were the first person I heard say that Geno Smith was likely going to start week one for the <laughs> Seahawks. I know my ball. I know. <laughs> so it was KJ. And then one more. Well, look at this ball game. They're going to have to get creative to slow down this Eagles pass rush. So I have the Chiefs winning some way, somehow. The ball is mm. going to be in Patrick Mahomes' hands. With about a minute and something left, he's going to drive the ball down the field, get either a field goal or a touchdown to add another Super Bowl to his resume. That's uh, exactly what happened. I believe Brock wow. said, when you're wrong, you can come into the studio. <laughs> and we'll- oh, yeah. What did you say uh-huh. afterwards? Uh, who knows? It wasn't. Yeah, to, like, his season was over with us. You were trying to force him into another appearance by <laughs> yes. telling him if he was right. wrong, he had to come yeah. back to work. Yeah, that's, that's right. why KJ that's got right. it right. He's like, I'm not coming back in and talk to you jackals any more than I have to. All right. So with that in mind, KJ, we are uh, ready for some new predictions mm. for this year. Okay. Mora has put together a whole bunch of predictions. Are you ready for this? Yep. All right. Do the Seahawks win the NFC West. God, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. I hope they do, but the 49ers are stacked. Mm. They're, they're so stacked. There's so many weapons on offense, so many weapons on defense. It's like Legion of Boom 2.0 over there with that defense. They're scary. All right. So, no. I answered it. I'm not. I'm not saying yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> the Niners are scary. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Brock, I'll tell not. you what's scary for the. I'll tell you what's scary for the Niners, though. KJ, 
I was just looking at their payroll this season. It's coming. It's coming due. It is about coming that time. due. All right. Are you ready it for the is. next one? Yep. Geno Smith threw last year for 4,282 yards. You taking the over or the under on 4,282 yards? He's going over that. He's going over. DK, Tyler, and Jigba, Noah Fant. Offensive line, a good running game to open up stuff more over Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. All right. You put Kobe Parkinson on that list at all? Oh, Kobe's my favorite tight end on that team. Really? By the way, he's going to be. What? He's my favorite. What did you just say? Kobe is my favorite tight end. I like tight ends. I thought you just had like a natural no, hatred for all no, no, tight ends. No. This dude is going to be. Man bun? He's good, but he once he becomes a full-time starter, he's going to be. Really, really good. He's tall. He is physical. I mean, he's a freak. You I see was, him out there. You're like, jeez, who come, is that guy? Going against him in practice, this dude is strong. He looks skinny. He mm. looks like a little, you know, dude from California. This dude is talented. <laughs> and he's strong. California. Yeah, you know what it is. Like, like the dude surfer. from, like the dude from like uh, Remember the Titans? Not Sunshine. He's, he's, nah, from, he's not, from California. <laughs> Cal- chill out. Chill out. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I don't know. All I'm right. not saying that. Okay. Well, he's, uh, is he from California? <laughs> I don't know where he's from. I mean, we went to Stanford, yes. so I assume uh-huh. he probably he's is from Cali- California. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. What will be the Seahawks record in this season? They KJ won Wright. nine games last year. I'm going 10 games this football season. One game better. One game better. Right. This schedule is a, is a beast. They got the AFC North. They got the NFC East. They got our own, their own division. This, this schedule is kind of brutal. And so I got them getting one game, one game over. You know, when you say that, you know what kind of jumps out, Brock? And KJ was saying this off the air, too. <laughs> a lot of those teams run the ball a lot. I mean, those are running divisions, seriously. Like, which is weird that that's such a thing even still exists. But, like, yeah, when you man. think of the AFC North and Baltimore and Pittsburgh and Cleveland, you think about the NFC East, those are teams that all run the ball. And what's the biggest yeah. weakness on the Seahawks team? Mike Tomlin's going to come in here week 16, week 17 with Najee Harris, mm. 30 runs, Nick Chubbs. Well, think of the environments they play in. I mean, you you play in Cleveland, mm-hmm. you play in Cincinnati, you play in Pittsburgh in November, in December. You know what you got to do? Mm-hmm. You got to build your team to run the ball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in the AFC East for that matter as well. All right. All Speaking right. of running the ball, Kenneth Walker last year, 1,050 rushing yards. Over, under, 1,050 rushing yards for Ken Walker. Ooh, give me over with Ken. He split some time with Penny last year. He's going to split some time with Charbonnet, but he's going to be the starter mm-hmm. coming into the season. Last year, he backed up Penny for a little bit, then took over. So he's going to be the full-time guy, hopefully for 17 games. Spend time with Charbonnet, but he's going to get over 1,050 yards. Give that sounds kind of easy. Give got me 17 K, games to get it done. Give me a K-9 comp from your era. A running back that ran like him, built like him. You had to try to tackle him. Is there a is there a K-9 that you played against in your decade in the league? Oh, yeah. From the Dallas Cowboys, number 29, DeMarco Murray. Hmm. The, the the slashing, the, the patience that Kenneth Walker has. <laughs> Kenneth Walker has more breakaway speed than DeMarco Murray. But in those trenches, when he gets the ball and once he puts his foot in the ground and cuts up the, up the middle, oh, he's DeMarco Murray. I got to tell you, man, that is a name I had completely forgotten about. Yeah. He had that short window where he was the man of the league yeah. and the Cowboys didn't pay him. Then he went to the Eagles and his career just, it went down. He I totally, I, I completely Chip Kelly, about he went to play for Chip Kelly. Right. That's what, yep. that's what happened. Hmm. And now he's coaching. Now he's a college really? coach. Is he in Oklahoma? Yeah. 
I believe he is the running back coach at Oklahoma. Uh, yep, yeah. I think you're right on that. So over Kenneth Walker. All right, so that I apologize, was. Apologize, guys. I I looked up. Uh, I was trying to look up like psychic type music, yeah. and I found this tarot mm. card one. I just feel like it's not mm. the right energy for kids. Oh, you have no. a different one? No, no. I just no. feel like I need to find something. Oh, else. I kind of like play this the ang- it, You want to play work? the angry thong song? <laughs> that, that's <laughs> pretty good. Guys, like what? What? It's okay, Mar. She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck. Guys, like what? 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 You missed this earlier. Yeah. Salk said he used to have a friend that drunk dialed him and would and would sing the angry yeah. thong song. He'd leave uh, voicemail messages with the angry version of the thong song. Do you want to play the vulture sound underneath him? No, nobody wants. No. I kind of like the tarot right. card music, to be right. honest. Hey, with but you. let me make my other prediction. Oh, okay. Let oh, me make my oh, nickel oh, oh, defense oh. prediction that's been bothering me all training camp. When we go nickel, I'm saying once again, Tariq Woolen, Trey Brown, Kobe Bryant as my nickel when we play the Rams. I think that's going to happen anyway, don't you? I mean, it doesn't sound like Witherspoon's going to be ready to go. I don't know. I just I hope it does. Okay. I hope it does. All I right. hope he's there all 17 games right. too. What well, we gave you the Seahawks record? You said they have ten wins. Without looking at the schedule, how many wins do the Denver Broncos have this year? Broncos country? How many did they have last year? Five. I think they get. They're seven and nine this year. Hmm. An improvement. They're an improvement. How yep. many of those games of those seventeen games does Russell Wilson start? Every one of them. Yeah, he won't be on the bench. What'd you make of Sean Payton's comments? Stop kissing stop, babies. Stop kissing babies. <laughs> what was the something? context of that know. of that quote? I mean, does he care about his brand a lot? Yeah. Mm. You know, but. Stop kissing babies. You're not running this, guys, for me, Hey, newsflash. This is just the beginning. <laughs> this this is just is. the beginning. This is going to be a show. This is just yeah. the beginning. Last year was a fecal blizzard. This year is going to be like just a soap opera. I mean, last year was just a mess and a dumpster fire and all of that. And we celebrated mm. it because it meant the number five pick and Devin Witherspoon ultimately. But this year, KJ, he, you know it. He just doesn't hold back. You saw what he said about Hackett. You uh-huh. see what he's saying about his quarterback now. It's like, where's your, where's the protect the team at? What's rule number mm-hmm. one of the program? Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. a Parcells guy. Yeah, they don't do protect the team. They do no, call out the team. Protect, protect me. <laughs> right. It's, it's, That's what type of party protect- this is. We're just going to say what we want to say uh-huh. about each other yeah. and just how, how we feel. He's so. a Parcells guy. Totally, okay, totally let's, different let's, vibe. Let's, let's take it there. Yeah. Let's, let's take it there. I could be a jerk, too. You want to do that? I could be a jerk to say how I feel. I wish you came here with that mess. I don't play that. You go call me out in front of the media. Stop doing this. Stop doing that. Hey, respect me as a man. And hey, whatever you want to say to me, say to me behind closed doors. But don't try to embarrass me um, in front of the media talking about stop kissing babies. It's a good thing you didn't play in the 80s. You would. I mean, like, uh, yeah, that's, that's what yeah. coaches did. Yeah, like, hey, you want to take it there? Let's take it there. I wish everyone could see and feel the energy just changing this room. I just got a completely different yeah. view yeah. of KJ. No, no, no. If you uh-huh. if you will be the coach of this football team, if you will be the leader of this football team, we brought you in after yep. we just fired our head coach. You want to create a new culture. Start with respecting how you talk about your guys. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to keep it full, let's talk football. If you want to talk football, let's talk football. But you don't take it off the field, you're taking it to a new level. I've, I've had this same you're, image for 11, 12 so years. So all that being said, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with a word you're saying. Certainly not given the look that is in your eyes right now. Because you look like you're about to go hit somebody, and I love it. Uh, wasn't it sort of necessary in this case? I mean, maybe not all of those things, but it was. had this one reached such a critical point where if somebody didn't say that and say it publicly, there was no way to continue to move on. What's necessary to say it, to say it publicly? You think saying it publicly will get something changed? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. No, it won't. 
It ain't gonna do nothing but make me upset. Like when I read this, well, we when don't I, when know I'm that supposed- he said it. By the way, too, we don't know that he said it publicly. Okay, the, the one thing I should say. Oh I yes, he that. did. Yes, he did. He said it to Seth Wickersham. Did he or did so Wickersham hear that from somebody else? No, I think it's in that article, and I don't think he minds that being out. Okay. Because <laughs> well, I would challenge you, KJ. Then. I'll challenge you. The, Russell's not his guy. Easy for you to say. You're not the, sitting next to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> You scared? You got a little scared. So well, he changed his right whole. There. You should see the way the look sure. in his eyes changed. He went from being fun put, KJ put to like football player. The camera's on. You just look right up there. Look at that. <laughs> I know. I had to look at those no, guys. No, bro, so no, I had no. to say, Mike, fifty-five. Mike, fifty-five. Right? I had to look at like crazy eyes like he that. No, tell me, tell that. me, Brock. There's there's on the field and there's off the field as a coach. Right, you can you could tell me I threw seven interceptions. You were trash. You were bad. Tighten your game up. But you talk about oh, off the field, stop doing this. Stop worrying about your image. You know, stop kissing babies. Let's worry about football. Now you're attacking my character. This this is character attack. This is how I take it. You're attacking my character and what I've built over these years. Was that yep. necessary? What are we talking yep. about? If you say yep. this about me, I, I, it's only right that I defend myself as a man. Mm-hmm. That's that's some that's some keep my name out of your mouth type stuff. What he did with Hackett is boy is pretty much on the same level as what he's doing with Russ. You think that can last in the NFL today? No, oh, no, no. This isn't the eighties. This isn't Bill Parcells. This no is a new movement. It's twenty twenty three. Social media and and what happens like guy he looks on his Instagram and he sees that he sees the comments he sees what people are saying about him and he he probably feels like this man don't necessarily have my back. We're disconnected. Okay, this so how, how does Russ? Place. How does Russ handle this? How do you think Russ is handling this and reacting to this behind the scenes? You think he has his agent reaching out? You think we're going to hear something leaked out from from his side publicly? How do you think Russell reacts to all of this noise? What he sh- I don't know how he's going to react, but what he should do is go to his coach. Hey, coach, what's what's up? We good? Like, hey, what's stop kissing babies? What, what's up with this? He should address it man to man, player to coach. And, um, hey, let's keep this thing football and, um, you know, this is my image. This is who I am. This is what I do. Let's keep it pushing. And if you're Peyton, what is your reply? Okay, but then keep it football. I, I mean, like, if I'm, if I'm Sean Payton, and I'm not yes, justifying yes. what he said, like, okay, if you want to keep it football, then let's keep it football. Yes. Then you don't That's need what to tweet, say. which is really all he's trying to say to begin with, is focus mm-hmm. on football, not kissing babies and the 35 other different businesses you got going on. I want this to be your primary focus. Oh, yeah. He should say that. He has every right to say that. Okay. Hey, I want you to keep this thing you football. You don't need to make it public. You don't need to make it public. All right, that's, that's, fair. that's my issue. Now, would you rather play for that or would you rather play uh, for what's going on in Arizona? I don't know if you've heard any of Jonathan Gannon, but here's just a little from their, uh, their in-house, <laughs> in-house show they've made. Welcome back. Who drove over here? Wait, let me see your hands. Who took the bus? <laughs> you have fire in your gut? Did you? We're here for a reason. Don't get that twisted. <laughs> Okay, we're here for a reason to win games. So if you didn't have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. <laughs> Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for f- killers. <laughs> Brew toll. <laughs> he better not be responsible for the pregame speech when they play. <laughs> Find Buddha Baker. Um, I don't care. He don't play. I know on the Cardinals team. Find someone else to give the pregame speech. That is terrible. If you're an owner. Justin, if you're a GM and you're interviewing this guy to lead your franchise for the next four years, 
That's what you're giving me? Uh, you're not, though. I, you're, I, yeah, I think we're leading him to the tank. Yeah, I think you're leading for one year until you can get Caleb Williams. This is another Steve Wilkes uh, one-and-done moment? Yes. Like, what is that? That's uh-huh. a one-and-done, yes. You are leading grown men. How would you re- – if you're in that room, you're KJ Wright, you're in that room, you realize you can't get out of this contract, you're stuck on the Arizona Cardinals this year, and that guy walks in – and asks you if you have that fire in your gut. You know what I'm, I'm doing? This I'm putting my forehead right in my palm like this. Like, oh my god, we I got 18 weeks of this. This guy just dry as old paint. You mentioned Buddha Baker. You could see it on his face yeah, in that clip. Buddha looked like, oh no, like, what am I out of here? Give me out of here. Please. I can't name another right? Cardinals player. Who was kind of? I can't even. Well, know. you got Kyler, but he's not playing. Uh, they just traded for who's the quarterback? They just traded for. I Josh don't know. Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Oh, this team. This yeah. team. We may see a one in James Conner. <laughs> why are you hating on LJ Collier, man? Oh, yeah. On, LJ's over there. You already got mad at him last week. y'all hating on LJ. That was y'all hating on LJ. You know what? I like this fire, KJ. You are fire. Have you ever had the desire to write your initials in wet cement? Called a plumber to your home lately? Who who drove over here? How much money would it take to make you spend a night in a cemetery? Do you have a pet? Here we go. What time is it? Can you remember the tallest man you've ever seen? Wait, let me see your hands. Who Brock. took the bus? Yeah. Sorry. Brock, yes. this is a serious yes. thing. This yes, is the KJ. best of not the for best. for me, it's not. There's KJ, third... this is a league that just go, this year is going to bring in $20 billion. It's going to make $20 billion, and he's one of the 32 on the planet that gets to be a head coach. That's in the it. best you can give me? He's still not the most ridiculous coach they've had in the last decade. These things are better than the garbage that Bruce Arians used to spew. Oh. you kidding me? You're telling me <sighs> Leslie Frazier. Uh-huh. Leslie Frazier. Mm-hmm. He couldn't do this? Mm-hmm. The guy that's had a top five defense for the past five years, he couldn't get this thing figured out some way, somehow? Does he want to? I don't, if you were he, Leslie, I don't think he wants to be there. If I were Leslie eh. Frazier, I wouldn't want any eh. part of this well, year. Not, not that. Seriously. We're talking about yeah. the best of the best. I'm not and saying just, Leslie Frazier can't be a coach. If I were him, I wouldn't walk within 100 yards of that building. No chance. I, I You're get getting that. fired yeah. in a year. They, they, they have yep. zero talent. They're tanking. They want the next quarterback. I don't want any part of that job. And it just seems like Jonathan fired. Gannon is a is a <laughs> complete stool. A useful idiot in this yeah. case. That's so. That's so. I bad. am. I, I'm feeling so, your fire, KJ. I'm yeah. feeling your fire. No, gets, we got. We got four. We got four minutes. Give me that fire with the Rams. Give me that fire this Sunday. All right. This is our last chance. We're going to talk to you before the game on Sunday. Give me that fire of what you want to see. Those same crazy eyes that you just looked at Salk yeah. and made him. <laughs> you ever take the bus to work? tinkle a little bit? <laughs> you ever take the bus? Did you take the bus today? No. You drove? I did. I want guys who take the bus. <laughs> I want Stone Cold bleed the killers. Listen. You know what I want to see from this this football team this Sunday? Yes. I want, see, yes. I want them to light their see, pilot light. I want to see that statement win, that we are the superior team on this football field. You guys don't have Cooper Cup. Um, you guys don't uh, – the defense over there, I don't know what I'm going to get on defense. You just got one player, maybe two with, with Ernest Jones. I want to see us come out, start fast, and finish even stronger. Make a statement like this is going to be a really, really impressive football season. Don't come out here, oh, slow start. You know, first game, I don't want to see any of that. Slow start, come out fast, and really show this Rams football team that you are the superior team and we're going to win in dominant fashion. That's what why I want to see. Mc- why was Sean McVay so good at scheming against you guys? Man. You know what's crazy about Sean McVay? To be honest with you, Brock, he honestly ran the same old plays against us. He ran yep. the stretch, the stretch cut, the stretch cut, the fly sweep, and play action off of that. We just couldn't stop it. They was just why? 
I don't know. They were just they were good at it. They were really good at it. And I'm talking about this is the era. Are, are those plays specifically good at beating Pete's defense, or was he just good at running any play? And that's what ended up. No, being no, no. He thing. was just good at running anything. They went to the Super Bowl running that same stuff, and teams could not stop it. And I'm talking the Todd Gurley era, the Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Brandon Cooks, that team. You got something, Brock? You know what? I, 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 the year I got to do the NFL, I had the Rams, I think, three times. And I said to McVay, either the second or third time, Cage, in a production meeting, we were all via Zoom that year, and I said, this, I don't want this to be offensive at all. In fact, I want it to be the greatest compliment. Because when I watch your team, I almost see a academy. I almost see a triple option. I almost see like an army, a navy. It is so everybody, A, buying in. You're making these, what you just said, these same concepts that you know what's coming, you know what they're running, and mm-hmm. yet you continue to do it. And he said, Brock, that's not in any way a shot. That's the greatest compliment you could give me because my job is to make the hardest position on the field the easiest. What is the mm-hmm. hardest position? I know we talk corners and quarterbacks, but the hardest position in the NFL, and Steve Weiss said this to us yesterday, is the offensive line. He's like, I want to make their job the easiest. That's what those academies do with their cup blocking. That's what they do when they make everything look the same. Mm-hmm. It's all going to look the same. Stretch looks the same. Stretch looks the same. Fly sweep, screen, right? So for you, KJ, to diagnose, for you, Bobby, to diagnose, for you, Pete, to try to call against, that was that was a challenge yep. when they had elite talent. Yep, and what they do is everything as a linebacker, it looks the same for you. You got stretch, stretch, cut. Now you got the stretch, cut, pass. Boom, 50 yards. Then you got the stretch cut screen out the back door with the running back, 50 yards. So he's just setting up plays, and he's going to churn, chip away. Yeah, we getting set up, and then boom, explosive play happens. That's what made him so good. Well, this has been a, an explosive hour. I got to see a new side of KJ today, which was awesome. I don't know whether I want to see it again necessarily, but I really liked it. Actually, I, I wanted want every week, just not at me. Rule number one is protect the I team. Wanted every man. week, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, you know, when you just, you know, man to man character, you 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 take my character, then we got problems. I love it. I, I love problems, the response. Yeah. Who was our uh, winner? Who knew uh, that Thursday was uh, the day for turnovers? Our friend Cullen in the two five three. That way, Cullen. It's uh, turnover Thursday. Is that what it's called? It's turnover Thursday, but we watch this section. <laughs> Let me break. We watch this segment where we watch, we watch like quarterbacks get sacked. We call them violators. This guy's a violator. Mm. So the the most known violator was Melvin um, Gordon, um, running back. The running back. Yeah. So we just watched countless Did tape he fumble of him. like three times last year against the Seahawks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Colin Murray is another violator. So we watch games. And mm. We watch games. And Coach Carroll uses thing about guys with teeny hands. He got tiny hands. Just attack the elbow, and you will get the sack. So it's like an inside joke that we uh-huh. have. There you that go. Didn't explain. Very See, well. now you know. Thursday was the right answer. Nice yeah, job, did. everybody. KJ gave a whole bunch of predictions. Wow, that was uh, that was a lot. And uh, you got a texter here who says that he took the train to work, so he's hoping to start a wide receiver for the Cardinals this year. So we'll see we'll see where that goes. KJ, thank you as always. We'll do it again next week with some real football to react to. Oh yeah, let's do it. All right, there you go. There's KJ Wright. That's the end of the KJ Wright show for today. Brock and I'll be right back. It is Seattle Sports on seven ten.